welcome back to another episode of Dental Hygiene Basics. My name is Dana. I am your host, and I'm so excited to be here today to answer another listener question. So I had a listener reach out and ask me, what are good study methods, websites, or physical materials I can purchase that will help me in dental hygiene school? And I thought this was such an excellent question because this person is thinking ahead. And I always say that preparation powers performance. So thank you for this amazing question. Let's go ahead and just dive right into it and get started answering this. So just so you know, once you get into dental hygiene school, you're going to have to buy so many things. And one of those things are that you're going to have to buy textbooks. And you're going to be taught by people who know the material. So I'm hoping that your teachers are just so spectacular that you will not need to buy any additional materials, although there are a ton of things available to you online nowadays. The beauty of the internet is that if you're curious or you have a question, there is likely someone out there who can help to answer it for you. So Etsy actually has tons of dental hygiene school products. People sell their notes online on Etsy. So etsy.com. So if you're looking for something specific, you might be able to find it there. There's also tons of free resources on YouTube, tons of videos that are out there for free that are designed to help you learn uh, tough and hard concepts. So don't be afraid to look up things there if you need additional support. There are also specialized courses. So for example, if you're struggling with anesthesia or some anatomical processes related to local anesthesia, which is a numbing injection, then you can look up resources like Teacher Tina. She's an educator who focuses specifically on local anesthesia for dental hygienists. So that's spectacular. And you could spend hours online looking for answers to your questions. You really can. I mean, there's anything you need to find is out there. And a lot of times you can find it for free. However, you could spend those hours online browsing for products, looking for that perfect YouTube video, searching Amazon for extra books. But my first tip when it comes to the best study methods and the best way to prepare is if you have questions, then go to your teacher first, okay? Whoever's teaching you the class. This holds true for whether you're in your prereqs, whether you're in dental hygiene school, whatever part of the process you're in, even if you're working on your master's right now for dental hygiene, go to your teacher first. This is gonna build on your support system. Go see your teachers at least once a month or even more, at least once a week if you're struggling in the class, okay? Check in with them, ask questions, show that you're dedicated, ask for support. I mean, these people one day might even be willing to write you letters of recommendation or recommend you for awards or scholarships because they see your dedication and how much you care to show up in their office every single week or every single month, however often it is that you need to see them to succeed in their class. Faculty can be excellent mentors. Frankly, I think they can often be underutilized in this regard. So for some reason, we tend to think we just have to figure it out on our own or we don't want to bother our teachers, but they have office hours for a reason and they are there to help you. They are there to serve you. So go to them first. Now, I understand sometimes faculty may not be helpful or maybe they teach in a style that is just not working for you. That's okay. You have to at least try it. And if it's still not working, let's discuss ways to support yourself and your journey. So in life, you have to advocate for yourself. So my first tip is if you get anything below a B, go see your teacher, talk to them every single time, prereqs or general hygiene school. So education is like a ladder. If you skip that first rung, you're going to struggle getting up the rest of the ladder, okay? The other shoe will drop at some point. Just trust me. So start with the teacher. But if they're not working for you, then let's talk about other things that you can do. 
So when you're studying, I want you to answer these questions because self-reflection is what helps you to grow. And you'll do a lot of this in dental hygiene school. You'll realize they'll ask you to reflect on things a lot. And that's because people who self-reflect often have better growth. So I want you to think, when have been my most successful study moments and study achievements? Really picture it. What was the time of day? Where did you study? Who was with you? Were you alone? Was it a subject that you liked? Was it a subject you didn't like? You know, what What was it? What did you have to do to be the most successful? What can I pull from this moment to recreate? So what can you use from that most successful moment you had studying where you just did everything that you felt was right? You went in, you, did, you rocked the test, you did a great job. What can you recreate from that time? How did you prepare? What did you do? And then I want you to think about your least successful study moments. What didn't work? Okay, maybe an all-night cram session. You went into the test. You were exhausted. You could barely focus. Your eyes were bloodshot, you know. Or you drank so much caffeine, you were shaking violently, and you had a full-blown panic attack during or before the test, right? Or maybe you just didn't start studying in advance. You know, you kind of waited till the last minute. You didn't really find the subject interesting, so you had a hard time to get motivated. What can you pull from those moments to not recreate that? Let's identify some patterns, some struggles, and let's try and prevent you from being non-successful and turn your little, you know, challenges into successes, okay? So then I want you to think, how can I deal with challenges that may impact my ability to study? So of course, there's going to be things that might impact you, such as distractions, you know, family, being tired, illnesses, uh, mental health. There's a ton of different things that can impact your ability to study. Sometimes it's just that you're struggling to focus and you might need to be training your brain to be good at studying, okay? You can train your brain to be good at anything. Honestly, you can. If you work at it every single day, you can become good at something. And this includes studying and test taking. The first starts with how do you talk to yourself? If you tell yourself you're a horrible test taker or that you're not good at studying or that you're always a procrastinator, guess what you're gonna be? You're going to be those things. The second thing to do is to practice. Practice studying. Set small goals, especially while you're in your prereqs. Start practicing, you know, okay, today I'm going to study for 20 minutes. Tomorrow I'm going to study for 30. Maybe next week I build it up to 45. Let's start practicing on lengthening out the amount of time that you can concentrate on subject. All right, let's talk about other ways that you can support yourself and your study methods. So the first thing you can do is hop online and take a test online to learn your learning style. And I'll add a couple of these or maybe one or two to the show notes. So if you're looking for a place to do that, you can go find that there. This will tell you how you learn best. Do you learn best by auditory, which is hearing? Do you learn best by visual, which is seeing? Um, do you learn best, you know, by reading or writing or whatever it is? There's different ways that we learn. And there's different theories on whether, you know, this is really helpful or not. But it just helps you to clue in a little bit more onto the type of person you are. And it can help you when you're developing your own study tools. Maybe you need more pictures. Maybe you need to read more. Maybe you need to record yourself saying it out loud, you know, the content. Maybe you need to teach it to others. There's a lot of different ways that you can learn. So uh, start by taking one of those learning style quizzes. The other thing to think about, are you an early bird or a night owl? Can you use that to your advantage? When do you work best? Does it take you like two and a half hours to wake up in the morning before you're functional? Okay, don't plan on studying at 5 a.m., you know, the morning of the test saying, oh, I'm going to get up early. You're never going to get up early. Don't beat yourself up. It's just not in your biology to do that. 
So let's make a plan. Maybe you stay up a little bit later at night and then you sleep in so that you get more rest, you know, in the morning. Whatever it is that you have to do to work your best, prioritize around that and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? The other thing you need to do is always have a study plan. And this starts, you know, from the day you decide you want to be a dental hygienist. It comes with long-term and short-term planning. So the first thing that I recommend is plotting out you know, just wherever on a piece of paper on your computer somewhere, what are your long-term goals? Obviously, one of your long-term goals is to become a dental hygienist. So that is going to be at the end of the list, right? That is your final goal. Then we have to break it down into smaller steps. So, you know, as you get into dental hygiene school, it might be looking more of like, okay, I have to, my shorter-term goals are to get through this semester, right? Because you have to get through this semester to get through the next semester to eventually graduate and take your boards and all of that stuff. So you want to look at this big long list of how you're going to become a dental hygienist. And then you're going to shorten it, shorten it, shorten it, shorten it until we're in that semester. And then we're in that month that you're in and that we're in that week that you're in. And now we're focusing on the day. So you have a yearly goal and then you break it up into quarterly goals and then monthly goals, then weekly, then daily. Okay. So for example, if you're looking at your whole semester and these would be maybe like your quarterly goals, you're looking at a whole semester of time. You're going to write down everything in your planner, every test date, every every project that's due, every quiz, every homework assignment, your, you know, whatever it is, you're going to have all of this written down in your planner, okay? And then you're going to write maybe a few days or a week or two weeks ahead of it, however much time you need to prepare for this. You're going to go write another date, like prepare for pharmacology final in two weeks, whatever it is, Okay. This is going to trigger you to start studying sooner rather than later because we need preparation time to get ready for these projects, okay? And then set a weekly goal. Okay, every week I'm going to review everything that I learned this week in this class. Every day I'm going to spend 20 minutes pre-reading the chapter that we're going to go over. I'm just going to skim through it. I'm going to check out the intro. I'm going to skim through the content. I'm going to really read the conclusion so I have an idea of what the chapter really is about. I'm going to look at the pictures and I'm going to scan through the captions under the pictures so that when I go into class, I know what's going to happen in class that day. So if you have three classes, that might take you about an hour to read, you know, just to browse through everything. You're not trying to learn it before. You're trying to prepare. And the more exposure you get to this content, the better retention you're going to have. So start by pre-reading again about 20 minutes for a chapter, if that's what you're going through. And then after, you know, during class, you're going to take your notes, you're going to do your best to really, really pay attention, minimize distractions, try not to be on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I know it's hard. I, I am an easily distracted person, but try and just focus on taking notes. And then afterwards, quickly review what you went over that day. So maybe when you get home and you get in a quiet place, you know, maybe take another hour, just quickly go through the PowerPoints of what you've learned that day. And look at your notes and just highlight things that you're struggling with or that are difficult concepts. And then you just build on that each day. So then at the end of the week, and, and of course, you might be stopping into your teacher to say, hey, I highlighted these sections. Would you just go over this with me one more time? Or maybe you pull up a YouTube video that answers it for you. You're just trying to build that knowledge. You're not trying to remember everything right off the bat. Now, of course, you might have a quiz or something that you have to study for. Of course, this is where that daily little hit of a review is going to help you. And then at the end of the week, take all of your notes and then review them again. So again, the more you review them, the more you are going to learn it. Now, 
Reviewing does not just mean memorizing. When we're learning the foundations of, of anything, we do have to memorize some things because there's going to be a lot of terminology that is new to you. But we should be building on these concepts over time so that, you know, the first week you learn something, it's all new to you. But then the next week, it's like, ooh, last week I didn't know the tooth numbers, but this week now I know the tooth numbers and, and I know the tooth surfaces. So even though you're learning new things, each week you're building on something that you already knew. And that can help you to feel less overwhelmed that you're like, hey, I already know something. It's better than nothing. So now I can build on that knowledge. And that's why you have to come out of the gate very, very strong. Your early, early weeks of dental hygiene school. And of course, at the start of every semester, because if you fall behind that first week, that first two weeks, it's very hard to catch up. To make a study plan, you need an exceptional planner. I'm going to link to a planner that I love. It's actually a manifestation planner, but it's so good at planning out long-term goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals. It's I just think it's fantastic. It, helps, it has helped me to be a way more productive person, and it helps me to reflect because it'll ask you to reflect on your last 30 days, and you can really have some gratitude and see how far that you've come which is really, really important to helping you continue on in this journey, especially when it's so difficult. The other thing I recommend, make a study ritual. So when you go through and you're thinking about how do I study best, I want you to start developing your study ritual. What works best for you? So for some people, this might be, okay, I pack up all my stuff. I pack my water. I pack my snacks. I go to the library. I go to the fifth floor. I find a quiet place. I put in my headphones and I listen to my favorite music, and I zone into it. And I'm going to do that for two to three hours, taking a break, you know, every 10, every 50 minutes or so. And then for someone else, it might be, I have to study at home. I need to sit down. Every time I turn on my lamp, it means that I'm going to study, right? Triggers your brain. I put on classical music, and I study, right? So make a study ritual that every time you sit down to study, that you you turn something on, music, you chew gum, you turn on a lamp, whatever it is, something is triggering you and your body that this is study time. It's time for me to sit down and and really focus and start with small increments, right? And the more you do this, the more your body gets used to it. And then when you're done, you spit out the gum, you turn off the lamp and you walk away because that is how you're going to train your body to get used to this study ritual. Some people also like to use um, essential oils. You know, they'll diffuse a certain essential oil for maybe even a different subject, like they might have one for pharmacology and they might have one for head and neck anatomy, right? So there's different things that you can do. There's a ton of different study rituals that you can use, but they should work for you, all right? Whatever works best for you. Now, these are some other random tips that you can um, use while you're studying. One is to record yourself teaching the material and then listen to it on your drive to school. So this is really helpful if you have a long commute. Um, I used to, like, if I was traveling on the weekends, my family lived five hours away from where I went to school. I would record myself and then I'd listen to it on the drive. Now, make yourself animated or else you might fall asleep. But you and your friends could practice doing this. You know, you could be like, okay, you record this one, I'll record this one, and then we can share them, right? So you don't have to do all the work. But of course, if you record it yourself, that's just one more time that you're studying. Limit distractions. So turn off your phone when you're studying. Block access to emails. You can set a timer to keep you on track. So you say, I'm going to study for 30 minutes on this one subject. Set a timer and then try to minimize all distractions during that 30 minutes. There's a timer on pomofocus.io that you can use. It'll break your study intervals into 25-minute segments or any time that works best for you. 
Google has a site blocker that will block productivity. So um, there's little productivity apps like the Freedom app. You can try apps like Study Together where you are actually on a virtual video studying with someone else and that helps to build accountability. Um, count how many times you get distracted and do a little tally on your notes. So if you're, you could do this while you're in class too. Anytime you notice that your focus gets distracted, just put a little slash mark somewhere on your notes. And then at the end, you can come back and see how many times you got distracted and you had to pull your mind back. And that's a really, really good way of bringing your focus back to what you're supposed to be focusing on. It's also a great tip for mindfulness, which helps us to reduce stress as well. And then remind yourself every time you sit down to study, just of your why, why am I here? Take a moment to reflect, have some gratitude on how far you've come. Praise yourself for how far you've come, right? And be a motivator, be a cheerleader to yourself. Whatever positive things you have to say to yourself to get you excited to get this done, you've got this, okay? The last thing I wanna say is don't forget to take breaks because we were not meant to sit at a computer for 12 hours a day and just absorb information. So please be kind to yourself, take breaks, self-care, you know, it's all over the, the internet, but you need to take care of yourself. I'm also going to link a few more study tools in the show notes um, that will help with specific things when you're in dental hygiene school. Um, so if you're interested in those, go take a look. There's some apps and some websites that will help you like with fit, figuring out um, a patient's periodontitis stage and grade or mounting your x-rays. There's a lot of cool things like that out there. So I'm going to put those in the show notes. If you have any questions or if you find any really cool study tools for dental hygiene school, please send them my way. I would absolutely love to share them with everyone else out there. So if you enjoyed this episode, please come on over to Instagram and follow me at Dental Hygiene Basics. I'm always putting out information and content that will help prepare you for dental hygiene school. My Know Before You Go post, they are designed to help the future dental hygiene student by preparing you before you get in with concepts that will come up in dental hygiene school. But I am very strategic. This is also an excellent way to review, review for your board exams because these are common concepts that are also on the dental hygiene board exams. So I kind of start you early and transition you into dental hygiene school and prepare you for the boards on the back end with that know before you go content. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a great day. Good luck on your journey, future registered dental hygienist. I'm so excited for you. 